Welcome to the Celebration Church Podcast. We believe God wants to speak into your life through this message. If you're interested in knowing more about Celebration Church, you can visit our website at celebrationedmonton.com and find us on Instagram and Facebook at Celebration EDM. Thanks for joining us. We hope you enjoy this message. Hey, welcome everybody to our online service. We're so glad to have you here for the last Sunday of the year. I wanna start today by saying thank you so much to everybody who served at our Christmas Eve services. Wow, what a special time that was together. My favorite part was those candlelight songs that we sang together. Oh, it was just beautiful. I, I, that is every year is such a special moment together. You know, 2023 has just been the best year in our church. We're just so thankful for how God's been moving. It's been an amazing year here at Celebration. And I really hope that it's been amazing for you and your family as well. As I think back on 2023, as a church, there's so many highlights. I mean, starts with like, there's no way we're going to be able to cover everything, but like the prayer and fasting time together, that healing service we had at the start of the year. We had another one in October as well. And I remember hearing stories about people's backs getting healed, people feeling like heat moving through their back. Clearly the Holy, the Holy Spirit was doing something and heard another person talk about freedom from addiction uh, from the prayer time of those services. It was amazing. And I think about Easter. Easter was an amazing weekend. What a great celebration together. So fun. How about car show? Man, car show, I'll never forget the 2023 car show. We had literally the worst rain we have seen all year long. We never had a day that bad. It was just on that one day, the one day we needed it to be good weather. But you know what? It was still amazing. I remember just the power of the team working together, getting stuff done. So many people still showed up. So many cars came out and it was such a rainy day. And still at the end of the day, I went home feeling like this was such a life-giving day that so many people built community together and we got to reach out to many people in our community. I remember, I'll never forget, at the end of the day, man, I was soaking wet. I was nowhere near prepared for what was going to happen that day. I went to grab one of our trucks to move it back over onto our lot, and I slipped in the mud as I was getting into the truck, and I was soaking wet. like It was like I just jumped into the ocean. And as I slipped in the mud, my pants ripped open at the crotch. And I just got even more soaked uh, than I could imagine. It was just like, I should have been crying in that moment. All I could do was laugh. What a crazy day together. Then I think about kids camp after that. You know, my son came home from kids camp and he was just raving about how cool his leader was at, at kids camp and how much fun he was having. And I just love that because for me, it felt like, you know what? Jess and I are not alone discipling our kids. We got an amazing church that's partnering with us as well. It's so fun. I hope that you feel that for your family too. We got amazing kids teams that serve our kids. And then Risen Camp 2023, I remember being at those services and experiencing the tangible presence of God and just feeling these young people on fire for what God was doing in their lives. And it's so encouraging. Then we got Trunk or Treat. Again, coldest day of the year. You could have got frostbite in October and a suntan in December. Isn't it weird living in Alberta? Uh, but what a great time we had connecting with people in the community. So many people came out. It was just such a blessing to do that. And I think about the eight times we went into different public schools in our city and ran chapels for their Logos programs. 
what a miracle it is to get to go into these public schools and minister to people. We don't take that lightly. And then it, we wrap up that, the year with Christmas in Edmonton. And wow, what a special time that was. And you know, these are, these are just a few highlights. And what I've found is that these big moments are amazing. And so many of these moments are necessary to reach new people and welcome them into our church. But what makes like the real lasting impact on our lives is not just a few big moments, but a sustained commitment to living faithfully to Jesus. You know, the times in my life that I've experienced his presence deeper than ever before have been many small decisions made over an extended period of time to stay committed and faithful to him. It's often the, the quiet moments where I experience his presence. It's the consistent, sometimes mundane moments, the moments where I honestly am not expecting something to happen. Maybe I'm driving in a car or maybe I finished my devotion and moved on and just kind of had this quiet time. And all of a sudden I experienced God's presence and him do something amazing and hear his voice. And it's just in times of faithfulness, when I repeated, repeatedly take moments out of my day for God, then all of a sudden he shows up in some unexpected way. And for me, like there hasn't been a, especially like this year, there hasn't been like a silver bullet moment where I'm like, oh my gosh, everything changed because of this one moment. And I finally have figured out this or that thing that I was struggling with or confused about. It's actually been a sustained commitment to do the little things, a sustained commitment over and over and over, repeated practices. And all of a sudden, that helps me hear his voice and know he's here and know he's near in different moments in my life. And these moments remind me who he is and how he works for the good of those who love him. And I cannot help but wonder today if that's what God is looking for from us in 2024. Like, I wonder if it's a sustained commitment to our relationship to him throughout this year. Something that's consistent, that maybe it's not this, this mountaintop moment, um, but maybe it's just a sustained commitment, a decision um, to just continue to make God Lord of our lives, continue to meet with him, continue to stay faithful and allow him to continue to work in us. You know, in September, we took time to talk about the three pillars of discipleship. Do you remember that time together? Um, our series was called Compelling Disciples of Jesus. It was one of my favorite series that we did all year. And we went through the three pillars of discipleship um, that we, we worked out as a church. And these three pillars came from one of my favorite churches in the world, Church of the City, um, from Pastor John Tyson. And I just felt like it was such a strong impact on our church. And the three pillars are for the individual, but they're also for the church as well. You know, the church exists to worship God, equip the saints, and reach the lost. And so the church is called to presence, formation, and mission. Those are the three pillars that we went through. Presence, formation, mission. And the church is called to worship God, 
equip the saints, and reach the lost. And we all have different areas within these three pillars that we naturally lean into. And can I suggest that God is calling us to lean into our weakness in 2024 as a church and as the individual disciple. It's our desire to be and to build compelling disciples. And God will draw people to himself through his disciples, through his church. You know, in uh, 2023, what an honor it was to baptize 108 people. In the, our last couple of services in our building, we went through our impact report. And on the impact report, um, we looked through the last 12 months at the time. And that impact report had said 104 were baptized in the last 12 months. But now that we have the year wrapped up, we know it was actually 108 throughout the year of 2023. That was like such an encouraging thing. Probably my favorite thing that happened in our church this year. It was amazing. But I believe that in the future, not far off, I believe there'll come a time when our church will baptize people every single week. I just think there's such a hunger for God. So many people that are ready to experience him. When I look around our city and the needs of our city, that there's people ready to come to him. And I believe there's gonna be a need to have baptisms every single week. You know, our church has been a place to belong for so many but God has also called us to be more than just a family, more than just a place to belong. He's also called us to be an army, not resting or shrinking back or enjoying, you know, the, the fruits of today's labor, but moving forward, going and finding that one more lost sheep together. And so our focus will continue on these three pillars in 2024. I want to ask you today, what pillar has God called you to lean into? Or maybe I'll say it this way. Which one of these three pillars is your weakness that maybe in 2024, you need to pause and start to build some daily practices to ensure that that pillar starts to operate in your life. So as compelling disciples that draw people to God, we have the three pillars. We got number one is presence. And we talked through a little bit of Psalms 27, where David says, one thing I've asked from the Lord, this is what I desire to dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. He wanted to be in God's presence. But notice these words, gazing on the beauty of the Lord and seeking him in his temple. You know, if you want to experience God's presence, God comes where he's wanted. And so as disciples, we're people who say, God, I want your presence here. And when I believe that this year, we're going to have just a fresh hunger for his spirit, his spirit in our heart, but not just in us, in our homes as well, and in our church, but also in our region saying like, God, we want to see you show up, not just in our church, but in our whole city. You know, I think when we think about the other believers in our lives, we're not going to agree with them on everything. 
if you, you know, have any people in your life, um, you're probably not going to agree on everything. But as believers, together, we can unify around the presence of God. I love how Moses just related to God as, as God was sending his people out of exile. He's like, God, if your presence is, does not go with me, don't bring me out of here. I love that as you look through the Psalms, you see David's ache for God's presence. He's, he's a person that's like, I want to experience the presence of God. You know, as we talked about just doing little things, it's, uh, you know, it's not, um, it's not that we need to get to a, per- a place where we're perfect. It's about making progress that we want to look back on 2024 at the end of it and go, I know that I'm not the same person I was at the start of 2024. And I just want to ask you, what practical adjustments could you make to experience more of God's presence this year? I wonder if, you know, maybe just, uh, this is just one suggestion. There's lots of things you could do, but what if you just prayed for 10 minutes a day? And often we want to hear God's voice, but life is so busy. I wonder if you'd take 10 minutes in quiet prayer every day. If you did that, it would lead to 60 hours of prayer at the end of 2024. Isn't that amazing? For most people, that's a week and a half of work. That is wild. I mean, for the boomers out there, they call they just call 60 hours full-time. Like that's just six, 60 hours of full-time work for them. For millennial, they call that overtime. That's like so much work. For Gen Z, they just call that their weekly screen time. Uh, <laughs> I got the guys in here laughing. So I hope you're laughing at home. It worked. I just wanted to crack them. Um, but anyways, I just wonder what if God is calling you to a small, tangible habit like this, just 10 minutes a day to experience more of his presence this year. You know, um, it's not just about his presence though. We know that there's more. That formation, formation is another pillar in our lives. I just want to ask you, what will form you this year? You know, we're all being formed or another word for it is discipled by something. I want to encourage you, allow that thing or that person that's discipling you this year to be the life of Jesus. In Matthew eleven twenty eight, 28, I love this Eugene Peterson, Peterson's version, the message. Jesus says it this way. I love this wording. Walk with me, work with me, watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. Isn't that beautiful? You know, I think sometimes we can lay heavy things on ourselves thinking like, oh, I have to do this or that to be more like Jesus. And it's, it's almost like this sort of heavy duty task that we put on ourselves. But I love that Jesus kind of lays it out a lot lighter than that. He says, walk with me, work with me. Not that there isn't any work to do, but do it with me and, and just watch how I do it. And you'll learn that the way I do it is, a, is an unforced rhythm. It's a lot easier life than you, you realize. The formation is to think love and act like Jesus. And so as we're disciples of him, disciples are people that become like Jesus. Or I could say it this way, they're people who embody who Jesus is. And we desperately want to become like him because that's the only way we become the best version of ourselves. 
it's like, you know, there's, there's all, a lot of talk about being yourself. And, you know, sometimes who we feel like ourself is can be an unhealthy version of us. But as we reflect on the life of Jesus, as we learn his unforced rhythms and we start to imitate, um, when you start to imitate Jesus, it starts to transform your life and you become the best version of yourself because you're imitating your maker. It's beautiful. And so maybe for you, a couple little things you could do is, I just suggest like every Monday morning, you could ask yourself these questions or maybe every Friday morning or just pick a time asking yourself these two questions. Am I growing more easily discouraged these days? And am I growing more easily irritated these days? Am I growing more easily discouraged these days? And am I growing more easily irritated these days? And those questions start to stir up the question of what is going on inside of me and how is that impacting those around me? And here's the beauty of those two questions. If the peace of God is growing within me, I'm less easily discouraged. It doesn't take that much to encourage me. You know, if, if God's peace starts to grow in me, it's like, I stop striving to try and figure things out on my own. And I just have more of a peace within me. And all of a sudden, uh, it's, I, I'm not discouraged so easily. It's a beautiful way to live. And if the love of God is growing in me, I'm less easily irritated. And sometimes we get to a place where it doesn't take much. It could just be somebody drumming on a table the wrong way to drive us absolutely crazy. And I love that when the love of God starts to grow in us, it just takes a lot more to irritate us. And so we want to be people that are formed into the image of Christ, people who are consistently, little by little, moving towards him. So we got presence, formation, and lastly, mission. And mission is the pillar that seems to resonate as a weakness with a large number of people. You know, as we sort of uh, discussed this topic with many different leaders in our church, uh, we found that many people in all sorts of different areas of our church from all sorts of different backgrounds and other individuals I've spoken with, many people struggle with the idea of mission. Mission seems to be a resounding weak point for many in the church. And I don't think this is something that we need to be discouraged about, like down on ourselves about it. I think it's just something that, we can be aware of today, just acknowledging that, okay, it's something that maybe we need to lean into a little bit more. And as we acknowledge it, we can move forward in becoming deeper, compelling disciples of Jesus. And mission is about taking your everyday life and giving it as an offering to Jesus. And the mission only ends when your heart stops beating. I love this verse in Matthew 28. Jesus said this, Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And this is an important part. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. So as we go on mission, Jesus is there with us. We will experience more of him 
as we're on mission for him. When Jesus says all nations, it doesn't mean that we have to leave the nation we're currently in in order to make disciples. We can respond to this verse while we go to work every day. How? Well, Luke chapter 22 says, the son of man came to serve and not be served. And you can be on mission by serving those who are far from God in your life. You know, just your relationship alone can be something that serves people who are far from God. If you're present, if you make space for them, man, you could be such a blessing to so many people's lives. I know when you, when you hear the word blessing, you might think, well, is that gonna take like this big amount of work or, or money or whatever? I'm telling you just by making space, by listening, by loving people, you know, you can bless them. You can do it in all sorts of different ways. You can go out of your way to make them feel welcome in your life. You can take meaningful interest in their life. You can go to their kids' birthdays, look for places where you can serve, just make the room better wherever you can, help them out. You drive their kids to school or hockey, maybe shovel a walk or water their plants when they're away. I don't know, it's gonna be different for every person, but it's looking for opportunities to say, how can I make this person's life better and serve people who are far from God? And when you bless people, they're so much more open to your invitation to church and to hearing about how God is working in your life. And as you serve people, just like Jesus did, it opens their heart to being receptive to God. I believe that so many lives will be changed for Jesus this year as we serve the people that are in our lives. I just wanna encourage you today, be faithful with what God's called you to. Stay committed. Man, the plan of, of God on your life is incredible. And it's so amazing to watch how God works through simple conversations, simple service like this. And we become closer to Jesus in our dedication to these three pillars of presence, formation, and mission. And you know, the Bible says, if you're faithful with little, He'll give you much. And often you hear about people uh, just being in the right place at the right time. And I believe that God wants to do that in your life this year. He wants to make you a person that is in the right place at the right time. And He will show you how He profoundly works. And so you might be asking, well, how do I be the right person, the right place at the right time? Like, how do I make that happen? I just encourage you, Again, it's about little things, little decisions. It's about just being an integral person, keeping your word, letting your yes be yes and your no be no. Little faithful things, little faithful practices like we talked about, maybe asking yourself those questions twice a week or building in a time for 10 minutes of prayer or maybe just saying every single person in my life that's far from God, I'm gonna say yes anytime they invite me to their house. You know, maybe it's a, a few little practices like that that we build into to make sure that presence, formation, and mission are operating. And as we go through 2024, we're gonna see God move. We're gonna look back on 2024 and say, it's those little decisions that built up and God used them for good. 
And I just want to encourage you, if you stay faithful in the little, He will give you much. God loves you. I hope you've had just the best year in 2023. I know that God's just been so faithful. I, and I, if you haven't had the best year, you got to expect that God's going to do something amazing in 2024. He's going to be with you in the mountaintops and in the valleys, wherever you go. His presence goes with you. I just want to pray really quick as we end. God, thank you so much for your beautiful bride, the church. I just pray you bless every home as people watch this and sit together with their families. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for being with them. Thank you for your presence with us. God, thank you for how you're going to move. You've been so faithful in 2023. We're expecting more. God, we're expecting you to pour your spirit out on our church in 2024. And we're so grateful for how you're working, Lord. Thank you for moving in our lives, for being near with us, and for being with us as we go on mission to compel people back to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening with us today. If you enjoyed it, check out more messages like this at celebrationedmonton.com or on the Celebration Church mobile app. If you'd like to partner with us financially, you can give on our website at celebrationedmonton.com. Come back next week to hear another great message.